Good morning, good day, good evening. Welcome to another episode of Hashtag from Coach to Coach, Hashtag with Doc on Mondays. This is your host, Francisco. Today, I have a pleasure to have Faye Lawand. Faye, welcome. Thank you, Francisco. It's lovely to be with you. Likewise, likewise, Faye. So as we were just talking a while ago, a pure learner, you love learning, uh, had a lot of experience in the past 15 years. This is, your, this is your audience. Tell me the story or tell us the story. Yes, thank you. So uh, I definitely am a lifelong learner before being a coach, um, uh, before being called to this work of uh, being of do of coaching, I was uh, in the world of education for nearly twenty years. Yes, and so I'm very much a lifelong learner, and I very much value learning and development, very very much so. And uh, it just comes naturally to me. I mean, what comes naturally to me is learning, and then taking the ideas that I've learned. And then adjusting them and customizing them in very comprehensible, uh, uh, bite-sized information mm. for others to to consume yes. without the overhead and without the time without the time experience. And you know, I imagine that this will resonate with you, Francisco. That when I was a teenager, my teacher asked me, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" I never yes. ever put up my hand and said, "Oh, I want to be a burnout recovery coach. I want to be an internal conflict resolution coach. I want to be a trauma therapy specialist." Like I never did. I never ever 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 said that or aspired to be that. However, as you know, your life experience or one's life experience and ends up dictating where they go, both professionally and personally. And um, I suffered three burnouts in my life, three rounds of adrenal fatigue in my life. Yes. And uh, the very first one happened 15 years ago. And uh, back then, uh, they wanted to put me like the pathway out of it was uh, prescription medication and talk therapy. And neither one were options for me, Francisco, because, you know, I wasn't interested. It didn't make sense to me that taking a pill with synthetic chemicals would change the way that I'm feeling or that talking about my problems endlessly and in circles is going to also shift how I would um, shift my experience. But the thing is, I knew what I didn't want. I knew what wouldn't work, but I didn't know what would Mm-hmm. Because at the time, I had no idea about this world of coaching, mind-body connection. I didn't know. I had never even heard the idea that your mind and your beliefs can actually dictate your reality. I had never heard that idea. And I was 30, 36 years old. Never heard that idea. So 15 years ago, when you know I, was, I hit rock bottom in all areas of my life, health, career and relationships and the yeah. only way out according to the medical establishment was through drugs and through talk therapy and I refused both I had to find a solution yeah but you know I didn't have a system I didn't have a coach I didn't have support I didn't have guidance I didn't have a step-by-step plan so I had to make it up as I as as I would go along right so I started an inquiry 15 years ago I started reading and researching and studying and training and getting certified and basically applying the learnings and the principles to my own recovery journey. And it was very much like one step forward, two steps back, you know, 
you know, you take a few steps forward, you think you've turned a corner and then, you know, something happens mm -hmm. and you go back to where you started. And it was very much like that for a number of years because I didn't know what I was doing. Yes. I didn't. I was basically literally making it up as I go along. Uh, and very much just observing it was like an, it was like it really was an inquiry Francisco. I, there's no other way to put it other than an inquiry. So when all my symptoms disappeared and they disappeared naturally without talk therapy, without prescription medication, without surgeries, and uh, with no side effects. Uh, then the people around me, because don't forget, I'm a teacher at heart, right? Like I love to talk and communicate and share and educate. So I started, you know, doing that very informally and very organically. And before you know it, I started offering workshops and then from their trainings. And then eventually I coded everything that worked on my personal journey and I put it into a system that now is a trademark system called the Tiredness Solution yes. that basically takes uh, professionals uh, uh, well, professionals, adults, you know, people who are burnt out, overwhelmed or near burnout yeah. who, from that place to a place of ease and lightness and freedom and common happiness. And that's, you know, that system. So that's basically what I do in the world now. I do for others what I wanted someone to do for me 15 years ago. Uh, you know, when, when I hit rock bottom. Yeah. So basically... It's like at the time you were looking for some kind of support, solution, whatever. Yes. You yeah. discovered by yours, but in your instinct, in the way you, as you said, you're a learner. So you continue that yeah. kind of continuous improvement. And now, you, yeah. as you said, you have a trademark in a system yeah. in which you are yeah. providing that kind of support for those who are encountering what you have experienced 15 years ago. Totally, Francisco. And taking away, so providing a system that works, but also taking away wasted time because I wasted so much time because I didn't know what I was doing. Taking away the isolation of having to figure it out for yourself and kind of, you know, not know if what you're doing is right. Taking away the confusion and mm. taking away the frustration, yes. you know? And so now, so it took me 15 years to do it for myself. And now within a, you know, it's 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 approximate within three to four months. That's the longest I ever worked with anyone. The absolute longest. But you don't need to work much longer than that because if you have a readiness to uh, shift and change, yes, and and you're working with someone who has a system that works. Uh, there's no reason why the transformation can't be rapid. And you want a rapid transformation. I mean, you know, unfortunately, the clients that come to me, they've come to me, they come to me as a last resort. You know, they've, they've mm. gone to see the, psych the psychotherapist and the psychiatrist. I'm sure it is with you as well. The acupuncturist, so on and so forth. And they've spent years and years and years and years and, and, and tens of thousands of dollars on therapy. And they kind of still feel like they're where they started. And uh, that's not what they're looking for when they come to us. They, they want a different model, a different way of experiencing results. And I'd like to think that what we do delivers that because you're empowering the person to utilize their own resources, yes. internal resources, in order to meet their desired outcomes. Yes. And as you know, our approach is all outcome-based. So like, you know, when I work with someone, and I'm sure it is for you as well, yes. you know, I don't delve into the past. You know, you no. you revisit the past only as a platform for, for realizing what you need to clear, but you spend the time together clearing a program 
and installing a new one that will support the direction that they want to go in, right? Correct. Um, so, um, uh, yes, and the other thing that sets this work apart, I think, from you know traditional models of therapy and psychotherapy that they've experienced before coming to us is uh, that it's outcome-based, solution-focused, but it's also account there's accountability structures, you know, so that we 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 ensure that people are applying and integrating the practices and the skills uh, because it's the integration that's going to make the transformation. It's not talking about something that's going to make the difference. It's not, you know, learning about a new thing that's going to make the difference. It's actually applying it and optimizing it, right? And that's what we do as coaches. We hold people's hand between sessions. We provide the accountability support. We provide the intercession support, which is so important because we know that it's not because there's 168 hours in the week. And yes, great, you come to see us one hour during the week, 90 minutes during the week, but what are you doing the other 166 hours of the mm -hmm. week? Yeah. You know, if you don't have that continuity and that support, it's more challenging for the brain to install these new programs and these new habits of mind that are going to take you towards your desired outcomes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is the, the, the thing that I'm hearing as well from you, Faye. I know I'm a very strong believer in a continuous improvement and continuous learning. If people could really understand that we as an human being here, we have to tend to look always for something. And, and from, that, from there, we go and move forward. And as you said, also, it's like uh, some of your clients, and I have also encountered that those kind of clients, it's like there are so very resources out there, professionals, yeah. professional therapists, yeah. counselors, psychologists, psychiatrists, and name it, and professional coaches, right? But at the end of the day, there's something that you, and I resonate with you, and I, I'm, I'm on, on, and on this as well, because I'm a strong believer in that, that empowering their own inner part you know they're the they're, i mean at the end of the day we are the one who are the ones going to decide what to do not because someone is telling us what to do sort of no yes someone can tell us this is the best way to do it and you can do it and that looks like you're going to do it but maybe you're not convinced right but in the session that i'm hearing from you really trying to empower them for them to i, I don't know what you said empower them their own uh resources I actually, that's a, what part of the system, yes. my trademark proprietary system, the tiredness solution uh, is, um, and by the way, it's called the tiredness solution, but it isn't just for, for, for tiredness or exhaustion. Like I use it for, you know, if you're tired of being anxious, if you're tired of lacking confidence, if you're tired of being depressed, if you're tired of having chronic pain, you know, if you're just tired, you know, mm -hmm. it's a solution. One of the steps in this tiredness solution is actually amplifying internal resources. And what that means is Notice the word amplify because those resources are there yes. inside of us. However, they, they've somehow gotten kind of covered or lost in the sea of, you know, conditioning and negativity stuff, so on and so forth. And part of the way that I see it, part of the work of transformation yes. is taking what's there and shining the light of it and allowing it space to spread, grow, intensify, and amplify until the point that it becomes your default state. Yes. And that, that is utterly life-changing when you're able 
to experience that on the receiving end. And I know my clients tell me that that is a hallmark of the work that they experience with me because it's not amplifying the internal resources inside the head, but actually feeling those internal resources inside yourself as a felt sense, as a somatic experience. Mm-hmm. Because consciously, consciously, we all know we're, we're, you know, we're worthy. Consciously, we all know that you know, uh, we're, we, we have, we're joyful consciously. We all know that we're deserving consciously. We all know, you know, that we're safe, you know, consciously, we know all of these things, but consciously we know that we're lovable, but if we don't have an internal felt sense experience of it, Correct. our life is not going to reflect those qualities. And so when we amplify internal resources, we're connecting you with that, internal resources on a body feeling so that it's no longer a, a, an intellectual thought inside your mind. Yes. And when that happens, when that happens, that's really rewiring the nervous system using a bottom-up approach, you know, when you, and I know that you're interested in trauma and you know that with trauma therapy, it's all about bottom-up approaches, you know, top-down doesn't work with trauma. Yeah. You have to start with the body because we experience trauma and these chronic conditions in the body. So you have to work with the body, in the body, through the body in order to make those, those transformations. So yeah. I can sit here and tell you that you're, that you're lovable and you're complete, but if you don't feel it inside your body, you're not going to have that lived experience. Yeah. Yeah. And this is what, what you were telling this story is pretty much the, is what they say. It's like you, when you ask someone, so how are you today? I'm good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> are you sure? Well, you know, and then, you know, go to that person, you know, it's like, Yes, you're good, but there's something else. So what is that else yeah. that will will need you to see? Yeah, I'm really good. You know, that's the that's a simple. Yeah, way. you know, and sadly, sadly, Francisco, you know, we're. Um, I mean, I don't know what it's like in Singapore. I don't know much about Singapore and that way of living and that way of engaging there. But I know from like where I live here and other places that I've lived that there's a bit of. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? I don't want to say aversion, but there's a little bit of um, of an avoidance mm-hmm. of uh, really, really being truthful with how we feel uh, with others, but especially with ourselves. You know, we lie to ourselves about how we feel. Yes. We try to push away how we feel or what we think. We basically end up rejecting parts of ourselves when we do that, you know? Yes. And anytime you reject a part of yourself, You cannot experience wholeness and integration. And over time, you end up that lack of integration and that lack of wholeness ends up playing out in experiences and conditions like chronic depression, chronic anxiety, chronic pain, chronic insomnia, fibromyalgia, you name it. All of those chronic stress conditions come from a dissociation with self. Yeah. Boom. So one of the things that I'm... Um, what I'm hearing from your face, um, you know, it's like when we create, we are showing something else to others, but in the inner part is quite different. So there, therefore it's not balanced. And at the end, at the end of the day, or you create that kind of routine and you create already like a two, two Francisco, two Faye, no? And, at, and if you want really to, to, to burst it, to, to, to break that way, to be authentic again, to be original, it takes yeah. a process, right? But one thing, Faye, just to, for, for our audience, right? I, I do know that you've been, uh, there's a lot of a process here. And I ask, I would always love to, to talk to my, with my fellow coaches 
from our audience, especially, it's like if a client comes to you, comes to you to talk about this product, what is this? Like, give us a simple process for them to understand what is really going to be happening in the journey with you. Yeah. And what is the expectation, or what would you know? Yeah. So, so uh, um, Francisco, I don't know. I, I know that a lot of coaches may may use this approach, but I actually yeah. I'll only work with clients by application only. Yeah. And so, and so, I I have an I have a screening process and an intake form because I just want to make sure that uh, you know I want to ensure that you, being the client, are ready for this type of work at this point in your life and in your journey. You know, because you know the work that I do as an internal conflict resolution is so powerful yeah and people know it's powerful and they hear about it and they want the result but they may not want to be they may not be willing to do the work and so there's some kind of thinking oh yeah it's going to be like magic you know i'm going to go in faye's going to do the work and i'm going to be fixed well no one i don't fix anyone because no one needs to be fixed and i don't do anything you know like at the end of the work together clients are very generous with their thanks and their appreciation. And I always say like, look, I'm really pleased that you had these, these wins and I celebrate your wins with you, but I did nothing for you. You did it for yourself. Yes. You did it for yourself. Right. So, so I just want to, in, in that screening process and in the interviewing process, I want to assess how, um, how much they assumed responsibility for change, how, how, how much at cause they are, was one of the pillars of my proprietary system is assuming responsibility for change. Because if you're tired right now and you want to feel energized, it is your responsibility, no one else's. If you are overwhelmed and you want to feel calm, that is your responsibility, not your job, not your boss, not no one. If you're depressed right now and you want to be happy, it is your responsibility to seek out that happiness. It is not the responsibility of your partner, your children, or your or your community, you know, mm-hmm. and that is critical mm-hmm. for change work, as we know, you know, like being at cause. Correct. And of course, in a one on one, on a one on one, when I work one on one with you, you know, we make sure to amplify that sense of uh, self responsibility. But before I I accept you into a program and waste your time and your resources, I want to make sure that it's a good fit. And one of the things that I screen for is readiness. You know, readiness to assume responsibility for the work that and the results, and also uh, that you know, are we the right fit? Can I? Am I really the guide in order to take you where you want to go? Because remember, it's outcome based. I want to understand really where you want to go, and then truthfully tell you if I have the 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 expertise and the systems to guide you there. Because I just see myself as a guide, Francisco. Yes. No, no. Well, I think, I mean, I totally agree. I mean, the thing is that we, people cannot expect that they talk, well, at least for, for, for a coaching session, a professional coach is not expected though. And, and we'll just start sharing or talking about the inner part and wait for the magic solution or this is what you have to do. No, that's, I don't think that will work. And I totally agree as well as as you said, and this is something that I learned when I was doing a lot of training in this coaching, is that everybody's not coachable. But everybody knows when he he should be ready to start to be coached. 
And that's part of the thing that you want to answer. When we start saying that you ask someone, hey, how are you doing? I'm good. And then that good nuts is not, is it really the good good that we expect to be? Or there's something yeah. even there, no? And that's one thing that we have to break. And that's what we have to. So are you ready to really see what's behind that? I'm good. So that will be part of your scaling. And I think that's where I, yeah. I, I believe everyone who's going to be uh, joining or experiencing the coaching conversation, they have to be open up and ready to to be there. So what do you think on that? Is that, is that, hmm. that so tell me, you know, and I actually, I actually think that, well, excuse me. I actually think this is quite an exciting time to be doing this type of work because I really do believe that in 10 years time, this work is going to be the first port of call as more and more people realize the limitations of traditional talk therapy. You know, mm -hmm. I'm not saying that talk therapy doesn't work. That's not what I'm saying. You know, so if you're a psychologist, or you're a psychiatrist, I'm not putting down what you do, but it has its place. And for where a lot of my clients are anyway, uh, that isn't the right uh, solution for this time. And I really truly believe that in 10 years time, this work is gonna be first port of call. I really do believe that. And it's happening more and more. Like you realize how much it's, you just hear about coaching everywhere now, don't you? Yeah. Was 10 years ago, I mean, 10 years ago when I started, it was like, I didn't, I didn't hear about it much. Had I not sought out coaching for myself, I would have never known about it as a viable solution. Correct. And, and totally agree. Totally agree. And I agree as well that there's a lot of professional, psychiatrists, psychiatry, psychologists, therapists, name it. They are, they're doing their job. They're, they're professional in some fields and not all people individual who are looking seeking for someone to, to to be there to guide them is is that portion and that's why i think coaching is, is there you know? uh, we are there to, to to be part of the of the ecosystem let's say you know totally so, so fake this one thing 15 yeah. years it took you to 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 where you are now yeah as you said 10 years in 10 years from now yeah <laughs> and so 10 years what from did you say what did you say no what i'm saying is like it took you 15 years to, to be where you are. And you're just saying that in 10 years, it looks like the coaching is a, a word of coaching will be something to be considered in, in, in this kind of uh, uh, environment or ecosystem that we're working on. So where do you see yourself then? And what, what still have to be developed or learned by Faye? Wow. Oh my gosh. So much. Honestly, Francisco, I, um, I uh, recently turned 51, you know, and that's a little bit of a, it's a milestone. You know, when you reach your 50s, it's a bit of a milestone. So there was a lot of reflection that went uh, that went on last year in the lead up uh, to my birthday about, you know, where I've been and where I want to go. Yes. And so, you know, I'm someone who loves life, <laughs> loves life, and I, I love to engage in life fully, you know. So there's a whole bunch of things I want to do. I want to write a book. I want to start a podcast. I want to start um, like a, a, a media channel. I want to uh, develop apps. I want to continue learning about the, uh, the most um, uh, uh, pressing needs for communities in order to develop programs for them. Uh, I would love to I would love to dream about travel again, Francisco, but you know, it's kind of, you have to tread with caution now. I had a dream about, you know, taking, taking, taking my, um, 
my my business you know internationally and just yeah. traveling and speaking and coaching while exploring different lands you know um now we do that in a different way on a virtual format but that's very much part of that's very much part of uh of my dream and i would like to i would like to think uh francisco that um you know as as this happens as all of this happens uh that this will uh, bring me closer in fulfilling uh, my biggest why for doing this work. So my biggest, biggest why for doing this work, and I know it sounds cheesy and I know it sounds idealistic, Yeah. but I truly, truly believe that the only way to make the world a better place is for us to be better inside ourselves and inside our own world and inside our own life. Because as we, as we heal and I hear this from my clients all the time. Oh, now that I'm better, I'm a better parent. I'm a better boss. I'm a better partner. I'm a better friend. And it makes so much sense. It has a positive domino effect, a positive spread down effect. Exactly. And I would like to think that as I continue to do this work, that will be kind of my ongoing small little contribution to making the world a better place. And I know it sounds cheesy, but that's really, really my firm belief in why I do what I do. And I totally agree with you, Faye. It's like, it's, I think that changes starts with us. And good or bad, but you have to change. No? And that's what we think. And that from there, start and express. People will notice it. There you go. Francisco, and the thing is with that, I mean, if you look around and you look around uh, and you notice like all the, um, you know, like, like where there's trouble and all the, you know, the leaders that, uh, you know, you look at terrorists or you look at, uh, you know, those crazy people that go around chopping off people's heads or you look at, I mean, all of those people have massive amounts of trauma inside them, mm -hmm. massive amounts of internal conflicts, massive amounts of unhealed parts inside of themselves. And I'm sure, I'm sure that if they were feeling whole and complete, their behavior would look very different than what we're currently seeing. In all jails across the world, a common feature across all inmates around the world is trauma. Yeah, that's a good vision. And when you haven't healed your trauma, it's going to it's going to have a negative carry through effect to the world around you, and so will healing trauma. Well, Faye, thank you, thank you for sharing with us. Faye, thank Pleasure, you, again. Francisco. Thank you for having me on. Thank you for doing the work that you do in the world and for supporting your 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 fellow coach colleagues. It's lovely to connect with you this way. No, no, it's a, it's a pleasure. I think this is the way I would like to share the world, the word to the world, word stories of yours, of our coaches, and to be to be heard. Faye, thank you again yeah. for sharing. My pleasure, Francisco. Thanks for having me. Well. Dear listeners and audience, this was another episode of hashtag from coach to coach, hashtag we talk on Mondays. Good morning, good day, good evening. This was your host, Francisco. Until then, stay safe. <laughs>